Fast Forward Productions. The women are speaking. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the One Broke Actress Podcast, an honest account of actor life plus a few lessons I learn in the process. I am your host, Sam Valentine, and if you are listening to this episode, I am on holiday break. There is a thing about people who make content, about people on YouTube and Instagram and podcasts and things like that, where we're not very encouraged to take breaks. You are very encouraged to keep the algorithm fed and keep content running. And the idea of that and the people who support it is lovely, but... I require rest and I am tired. So I am taking a holiday hiatus. This still means that I have prepped a lot of content to come out just without me being super present for it. And this way, my whole team can take a break over the holidays. My editors, my people who help me with my social media, everyone can just relax because It's been a year, and next year will probably be another year, and I need some time, so we're going to take it. So this episode is repurposed from 2021. Yeah, so it's been a minute, but I re-listened to it, and I strongly believe that everything in this episode still remains true to this day. This episode is mainly focused on jealousy and comparison, and I can already feel it in the zeitgeist. I'm recording this in mid-November, and we're about a week off of strike now, and I can feel actors being very concerned about seeing other actors sharing all of the work that premiered during the strike and all of the people who are supposedly already getting busy. And I think this episode is exceptionally timely as we get into the holidays and we feel like perhaps we haven't quote unquote done enough this year. I think this is really, really important. So although the dates are a little bit different and the times have changed, your mental stability is probably in the same place. So please take this episode and listen really closely to what I talk about in it. A few things Just to note, like I said, it was from 2021. My Patreon group is now the membership TM that I have with Gabrielle Binloss. And I don't even think I had Fast Forward Productions when I started this podcast. I can't remember, but my personal life has changed quite a bit. However, the morals and ethics of this episode, I think, still stand true. And yes, I still do get very jealous of other actors, and I still get the comparison syndrome, and I still have to work through it and find other ways around it. So this is a short one, but I think it will mean a lot to you guys. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode on jealousy and comparison. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the One Broke Actress podcast, an honest account of actor life plus a few lessons I learn in the process. I am your host, Sam Valentine, and I am bringing you episode 10 of season 8. So to set up today's episode, you should know that it is late evening on the Wednesday before this episode comes out, which is not my usual style. I usually like to record episodes at least a week in advance, if not longer, but this one felt really timely and Also, I just got busy and ran out of time. So here we are late night. I have a dog in my lap. I have dogs asleep behind me. I have a Christmas tree. Now I've set the scene. Great. We're on the same page. I'm going to be a little vulnerable today and tell you guys a little story that happened to me recently. So you've already seen the title of this podcast episode, but just pretend like you haven't. So I was with a group of actresses 
and we were doing a self-tape and catching up and just got into one of those grooves where we were talking about our career and how the year had been or the last couple of years where we were at, our bookings, our you know, on holds, our auditions, general actor life things that we all talk about when we get in a room together. And on my way home from that self-tape, I caught myself doing my least favorite thing ever, which is comparing myself to these women. Now, they are phenomenal women. They are badasses. They have whole lives. They have whole careers. They have so much going on. And I feel as though I have that as well. But something about that scenario caught me off guard, maybe because we were in person together because it was like a friend group, maybe because I haven't done that in a while, or maybe it's just that time of year where we're all counting up our wins versus our losses, our auditions versus our weeks of the year, whatever. It caught me in a massive comparison scenario. As Brian Pataka always says, compare and despair. I had to catch myself because I was comparing every single bit of myself to these women in every single way and leading it back to career. We are talking like haircut, outfit, body, um, fitness style, lifestyle, how our general attitudes were, like every single thing I could compare myself to, I was comparing. Also, please keep in mind, we're not even the same like ethnicity. And yet my brain still wanted to compare and find the things that were different. And maybe, maybe if I dressed more like that, then I would get more auditions too. Or maybe if I had that general tone to myself, I could also book more of those kind of roles. None of that is true, but my brain wanted to think about it and think about it. So I had to put the kibosh on that. We had to have a hold up full-on come-to-Jesus moment. And I said, no, no, we're not thinking about this anymore. We're going to turn on this playlist. We're going to turn on an audible for the drive home, whatever it was. I had to totally change my circumstances in that moment and fill my brain with other things because sitting in that comparison started to feel like shit. I did not feel good. I did not like what I was doing. And it was making me judge myself. I wanted to talk about this today because This is the time of year where this comes up a lot. There was a trend a couple of years ago, which I hated, where actors would share their end of year numbers. Like I had X amount of auditions and X amount of callbacks and this many bookings and da 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 da. And sure, that's I I am so happy for all of those actors that they felt so comfortable in themselves with those wins and for sharing that's very, very, very vulnerable. But what it caused in all of the actors around them was a massive comparison. And thank God, I don't think this is happening very much anymore. But it's that time of year where we wrap up our year. We get our numbers, our this, our that, our feedback. And we tend to go instantly into comparison mode between ourselves and others and years past. And so I want to talk to you about how I caught myself in this moment and how I got myself out of it. So I want to start out by saying that this is completely fucking normal. Everything about this is normal. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you weird. It doesn't make you jealous. It's literally built into our DNA as humans to search for problems that we can solve. 
and comparing ourselves to others was this an early, early learning curve of learning to work better in social groups. And I mean, this is like Sapiens, if you ever read that book, it's fascinating. But the way that humans functioned in groups and how we stayed alive and social contracts and all these things. Comparison was a way we grew as people and we problem solved and we figured ourselves out and figured our place out in the group and the pack and the, you know, it just doesn't really tend to serve us in the world we live in now because you have so many places to compare yourself with someone. That was an in-person group audition. There is Every single day on social media, you can compare yourself to three gajillion people, should you choose. In the news, in the media of all kinds, walking down the street, I live in the vicinity of Runyon Canyon. If I compared myself to everyone in a hot little sports bra who walked by my window every day, I would be a blob on the floor, right? It's just something that exists in our zeitgeist, and we have to admit that it exists, and now we have to figure out how to deal with it. So we all know comparison is the thief of joy. It takes away everything good, everything we are grateful for, everything we notice in our lives, every bit we've worked hard to get. If we compare it to someone else, we can be utterly devastated in a moment that should have been extremely joyful or grateful. So here's kind of the breakdown of what I did to get myself out of this mentality in this particular moment. I went home, I busted out my iPad, which... You guys know if you follow me on Instagram, I'm obsessed with my iPad and my Apple Pencil. It's the best. Don't buy the off-brand Apple Pencil. It doesn't work as well as the real one. And I went home. I busted it out. I journal in my iPad. So if you're not an electronic journaler, if you like to have real paper and pen, if you don't journal, I would recommend this because it's going to help you with your comparison syndrome a lot. And here's why I say that. I wrote out all of the things that I was comparing myself on and all of the reasons I think I wanted what they had or all of the things I wanted out of this scenario, right? So for example, if we were talking about bookings, they were speaking about their bookings. Oh, wow. Do I do I want, am I jealous of that booking? Do I want that booking or do I just want a booking? Okay, great. Then I delved a little deeper. What is it about a booking that I want? Do I want praise on social media? Do I want acceptance from my family and friends? Do I want the money? Do I want to expand my craft? Okay, great. Are any of those things applicable to the thing I was jealous of? When you get really, really deep in this process, it helps you figure out too what it is you actually want. I ask actors all the time when I have my one-on-one coffee calls, what do you want to do? <laughs> Very often, the answer, just uh, film and TV and maybe commercials and I would do voiceover. Like That's not an answer to that question. That's saying, great, you're in the right performance category. But what is it in those areas that you want to do? Do you want to do video game animation? Totally different ballpark than radio commercials, right? Do you want to do commercials and you're not actually that interested in TV? That's great, you guys. Narrowing down your field of focus, at least for a period of time, is so helpful. So when we are jealous of someone or when we find ourselves comparing in a moment It's really, really lovely to be able to break that down and see what it is about that scenario that you actually want. And listen, if you want some of the superficial stuff, 
That is so fucking fine. No one gives you permission to want that. I'm going to give you permission. If you want to be praised on social media, fuck yeah. But my question to you is, what can you do for yourself to get that praise instead, right? Is there a creative thing you can do and put up on social media? I don't know if you guys know Nicole Travolta. She is a friend of mine. She does fucking hilarious videos on Instagram. I'll I'll add her in the show notes. You have to follow her. But this is something that she started doing on her own because she has a ton of wigs and she loves comedy and she loves performing and sketch and she is absolutely genius at it. And I think she gets praise on it every single day. And I highly doubt that's why she started the channel. But it is a way to fulfill that validation if you need it, right? Acknowledging what it is you actually need or want in these comparison and jealousy scenarios is going to get you to where you need to be to be able to do what you actually want to do. So seriously, when you feel these feelings, get deep. Write down what it is you think you are jealous of. Dive deeper. What it is you actually want from those scenarios dive deeper what it is that you think you could do to achieve those feelings or those moments now. Now, the biggest thing that's going to come up for people as I say this is that I can't give myself a booking. You are correct. You cannot give yourself a booking. If that is the number one thing of this whole comparison scenario or jealous moment that you are truly wanting to get, you cannot do that. But I suggest you look at the details around the edges you are perhaps missing. I did a post about Thanksgiving on Instagram where I mentioned that a lot of people go into the holidays or any day, really, (laughs) at weekend, Tuesday. And we as actors say, well, if I just if I knew I had a booking, everything would feel better. Life would be better. Everything would be fine. A booking is not a standalone thing. It does not exist in space as just that moment. Every time you book something, there are other compromises you're making in other areas of your life. So for my Thanksgiving scenario, I mentioned how you might not be able to go to the group get-together that you planned because you have to be weary of COVID. You might not feel as comfortable enjoying all of the homemade foods and all of the treats and goodies because you might be worried about a wardrobe fitting. You might not stay up late and play games with your friends because you might be worried about losing your voice or having a drink and messing yourself up for the next day or not feeling your best, and you'll miss out on some fun. That's the give and take of this job, and we're all okay with it, but a booking is not a standalone thing, and one booking does not equal magical happiness. All of the bookings that those women and I talked about in that particular scenario where I found myself in comparison syndrome, they described the complications of those moments to me. My brain just didn't decide to house that fact away. All I heard was, you're doing more work than me, therefore you're probably better than me, and blah, blah, blah. What should I take from this scenario, right? We do this all the time. We block out the bad parts and we only collect the good parts. And then we think, oh, they're so lucky. They really have everything. There are parts of other people's lives that you do not want. I promise you. We look at things so black and white when it doesn't have to do with us. But you know, the last time something happened to you in your acting career, you made other sacrifices to get there. A booking doesn't solve problems. Sure, it's money, it's attention, it's fun, it's a day working your dream job, but it is not the ultimate problem solver. 
So I truly believe that there is a deeper want behind that that you can suss out and fill for yourself. I hope this is helpful to you guys to hear how I handle these scenarios. I absolutely positively could not do what I do without this type of journaling, without this type of sitting with myself and figuring these things out because the last thing I ever, ever, ever want to do is feel down about myself for other actors' victories because you guys come to me with your victories all of the time and I freak out. I I like run to Caleb and I'm like, guess who booked something? And he's like, who? And I'm like, somebody I don't know on the internet, but I love them and I'm so happy for them. I feel like your mom, <laughs> very Chris Kardashian moment here. I feel like I am your stage mom and I'm just like, yes, she booked it. I'm so proud of her. Every time you guys come to me with those victories, I want to continue to feel that way for you. And I want you to feel that excited for other actors in your sphere, no matter what the victory is. So we really have to do this work to be able to continue to do this job long term. And you might not feel lovely about it in the moment while you're doing it, but I promise you dealing with this comparison and jealousy now before you get into bigger and worse scenarios is going to be a godsend. Trust me. Trust me. So do the work. Get you a journal. Get you some time. Sit down. Sit with yourself. Make it happen. So originally, this episode was going to be a Q&A episode. As you can tell, we have taken an abrupt left turn. However, I still want to do a Q&A episode later on, perhaps next month instead of this month. So linked in the show notes of this episode is where you can leave a voicemail to be in the episode. However, I wanted to find another way because I think Anchor makes it a little more complicated. So you can also email your voicemail. You just make a voicemail on your phone and then email it to onebrokeactress at gmail.com. Title it voicemail for podcast. And I will get that all set up and get a Q&A podcast going for us either late this month or next month. Thank you guys so much, and I will talk to you next week. 